Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When we got home from the show on Sunday, which was opening night, my husband had helped me out at the show, and he looked at me when we got home, and he said, I was so shaken after Michael's performance, the man you're about to listen to, Michael Shutt. And my husband doesn't say things like that casually. Michael is a powerhouse, and he's working on a one-man show about what you're about to listen to. Michael's been a working actor, director, and producer in Los Angeles theater for almost 30 years. He has his MFA in acting from ULA and is a graduate of the British American Drama Academy in London. He has recently shifted his focus to writing and storytelling and has written for and or performed at the Moth Shine Gorgeous Stories and the Creativity Festival. That's Jen's, um, Jennifer Seifert's festival. She's in this cast. Although not a mother himself, he is incredibly grateful to have one that proves to be an endless font of inspiration for his writing and storytelling. And so you can look for his solo show called A Lesson in Swimming later this year. Uh, without further ado, here is Michael Shutt in Expressing Motherhood. So I, I was sitting up in my bed in the intensive care unit at Cedar sinai desperately trying to process the concepts that, one, I had just had a massive stroke, two, I was now paralyzed on the left-hand side of my body, and three, I had lost most of my vision. As quickly as I possibly could before my newly gifted short-term memory loss kicked back in, and this had to be explained to me all over again. <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, well, it really can't get much worse than this. And then from across the room, my best friend mumbled the five little words that would prove exactly how much worse it could get. Your mother's on the phone. She wants to know if she should fly out. The doctor just told me my blood pressure is 244 over 156, and you're asking if I want my mother to fly out? Are you trying to kill me? She heard that. How? She's deaf. She heard that too. She says your stroke can't be that serious if you're still able to be such a smart ass. Please remind my mother that the stroke affected my brain. The sarcasm is in my blood. I get it from her. And tell her not to come. The next day, my 82-year-old deaf mother with macular degeneration and arthritis boarded a plane at Logan Airport, flew to LAX, moved into my West Hollywood apartment, and became my caretaker as I attempted to recover from my stroke. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> my mother and I had not lived under the same roof in almost 30 years, so this was going to take a little getting used to. She had to get used to me having and openly expressing my feelings and emotions, we're Boston Irish Catholic. We don't have feelings and emotions. We have alcohol. 
And I had to get used to her saying, okay, now we'll have none of that anytime I generously displayed a feeling or emotion. But the strangest thing I had to get used to living with my mother was her use of the freezer. My mother freezes everything. I, buy a loaf of bread, it goes into the freezer. Buy a block of cheese, it goes into the freezer. Only ate half a bagel for breakfast this morning, the other half is frozen by noon. This is foreign to me. To me, the freezer is her ice cream and vodka. That's it. But to my mother, everything must be frozen. This became a bone of contention between us and finally came to a head one day when I opened the freezer to get some ice cream or vodka and something very cold and very heavy fell out and landed on my bare foot. Now, because I couldn't see, I didn't know what fell. All I knew was that it hurt. I bent down and I discerned that it was leftover lasagna from the night before. Why, why the hell was this in the freezer? We had already decided we were going to have the leftovers for dinner tonight. I, I was frustrated, but I, I, I put it back anyway. But because I have no depth perception anymore, I couldn't see how full the freezer was. And when I went to try to close the freezer door, it wouldn't close because the lasagna was blocking it. So when I opened the freezer back up, the lasagna fell back out and landed right back on my foot again. <laughs> I bent down, picked it up, stood up, and this time I hit my head right on the open freezer door, right on the scar from my recent brain biopsy. Now I was angry. I picked up the lasagna and I shoved it back in the freezer, knocking loose a loaf of bread, which fell out, along with a half-eaten piece of red velvet cake. Mom, these things don't go in the freezer. The more I picked up and put back, the more fell out. My, my freezer had become a friggin' Ringling Brothers and Barman and Bailey clown car. I, how much, how much did she fit in here? It was like Mary Poppins' bag. And, and how deep did this fucking thing go? If I reached all the way back, would I touch Narnia? I'm like, I had it. I had it. I picked up the lasagna and I threw it across the room. Right as my mother walked into the kitchen. It smashed against the wall. And she spoke to me in a voice that I had not heard since I was 14 years old. Michael! Knock it off. And that's when I broke. I finally broke. I said the thing that I didn't even know I had been pushing down and holding in for all these months. I just wish the stroke had killed me. And if I have another one, I hope it does. And then came tears. Lots and lots of uncontrollable tears. But for the first time in my life, my mother didn't say, okay, now we'll have none of that. Instead, she just stood there, solid as a rock, wrapped her arms around me, and held me as tight as she could and let me cry until I looked up and I said, I can't do this, Mom. This is not a life worth living. Well, you have to do this, honey. So why don't you come into the other room with me, sit down on the couch, and tell me 10 things that make this life worth living. Instead of naming things, I started naming names. Names of friends 
that had held my hand in the hospital and kept me laughing, names of friends that took me on walks and out to lunch, friends that had befriended my mom and taken her on errands, friends that understood that I would never be the same Michael that they used to know, and friends that knew deep in their hearts that I would always be the same Michael they used to know. I realized in that moment that what makes life worth living are the people in it. And I had the most important one sitting right next to me. You know what makes life worth living, Mom? You do. Thank you for everything you've done. And Mom, thank you for coming. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.